Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. People were asked, what's their uh, number one way to let their hair down to relax? And uh, listening to music is by far the uh, the number one thing. Okay. To just chill, put on some music. Yep. I go with self-loving. That's my <laughs> sure. That's my way to relax. God's sleeping pill. Um, going out for food. Although, of course, when I go out for food, when I get the bill, then I'm stressed yeah. again. Yeah, that uh, doesn't cause a lot of relaxation. Momentary. A weekend trip. You okay. know, um, I, certainly with COVID and all of this, uh, it's something to consider. You know, we all want to go away on a big elaborate vacation. Mm-hmm. But a few years back, Maria and I, a couple of times, we just booked into a hotel over a weekend, like in the city, and we'd go out and have a nice meal and go to a show. Certainly, you still end up spending quite a bit of money, right. but not to the extent that you would on a full vacation. Well, I don't know. See, the problem I have with justifying that is I'm, you know, one, I don't want to leave the house ever. <laughs> and you're cheap. Uh, and I'm cheap. <laughs> uh, and and the cheapness really plays into it. Because, yeah, it sounds nice. Oh, let's go here. Why don't we do something a little different mm. and, and pamper ourselves for a weekend? We deserve it. Sure. And then you come back, you realize you spent like $1,000. Oh, I know. On, on that weekend when, you know, you, if you doubled it, you could have been in Jamaica. And then you're stressed again to pay it on. Right. Well, and you're in a different spot, too, because you do go away on weekends, but it's for hockey tournaments and right. such. So you're already spending money on that. You know, we're lucky to have, you know, the family cottage we can go to. And yeah. That, yeah. You know, I always say there, it, it, you know, without that through the pandemic, it, it would have been so crazy different for us. Um, we would have gotten by mm-hmm. in our house. But <laughs> uh, certainly, you know, 12 hours there feels like a full weekend. And yeah. when you go over a weekend, it feels like you've been away. Like, yeah. get, just getting away is really important. Shopping sprees. I don't know that that would relax me at all. Yeah, I, again, momentary would you know, feel yeah. good and then until you see that bill later on. I'm telling you. Self-loving is the way to go. <laughs> it's cheap. Yeah. It's free. <laughs> well, my gosh, an internet connection. <laughs> well, it cost me in guilt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, then I'm stressed that anybody's going to find evidence. <laughs> Lying in your own filth. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. What, you know, it's amazing. It starts off as a... I got the house. I'm going to take a couple of minutes for myself. And, and in those 30 seconds, you go from glee to absolute shame. <laughs> Lying on the floor in the fetal position. I am a, ma- a grown father, husband, somewhat respected in the community. And what am I doing to myself? It's just so sad. And you're all guilty. Don't you judge me. Uh, 7.20, Rock Mornings. So I, I walk in this morning. And uh, Becca in the Durham Radio Newsroom is all excited about the sighting of an orange lobster. Right. Which happened on a pretty significant day, with it being yesterday, September oh, yeah. 30th. Orange shirt day. The lobster turns out to be smarter and more aware than our <laughs> prime minister. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, I, I guess this red lobster was found in a grocery store in Ajax. Yeah, or it, orange lobster, orange sorry. one. Yeah, and well, and that's the thing. Like normally, you see something, you know, orange or red lobster. It's it's on your plate, yeah. right? Uh, but this apparently is incredibly rare uh, for this to happen. Like it's like one in thirty million or something like that. Uh, orange uh, throughout. Yeah. How did it make its way, like from the ocean? 
through all the channels it would go through to get from the ocean to the grocery store, there would be a lot of people involved in this lobster's transfer that nobody would have spotted this? Yeah, uh, I, I guess. Who knows? Are they just throwing them all in the in, in the bucket and off they go? I mean, every yeah. now and then you find a rare blue lobster, mm. uh, too. But I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure why it wasn't picked up before that. And now... Uh, they've nicknamed him Pinchy. He's going to go to uh, Ripley's Aquarium, throw him in the shark tank there. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing can't catch a break. That's right. So anyhow, yeah, DurhamRadioNews.com. Uh, Very proud in our newsroom because I guess they broke this uh, this big story. Uh, do we know what grocery store it was? Uh, no, I uh, see it. Uh, Ajax Grocery Store. I haven't, I haven't uh, heard of exactly which one it is, but... Um, but someone actually, their, their spouse had called in to say this huh. thing's there, yeah. So funny when you go to the grocery store and every now and then they have the lobster tank and you'll see always little kids just staring at it. Yeah. And you'll see parents kind of standing beside them. And I always think to myself, that's brilliant. If if my children were young now, I would do that and tell them we went to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the aquarium. What are you talking about? <laughs> we don't need Ripley's. We're, we're right here. You know, when we uh, first heard the story in the news this morning with Lucky about uh, Trudeau and his trip on September 30th, your immediate reaction is, oh, how could you be so stupid as right. to, to do that? You know, the more I think about it and the more I understand of this uh, prime minister of ours and the the uh, slips and uh, screw-ups along the way, I don't think he's dumb. I don't think you can get to that height uh, being stupid. I just think he's maybe the most narcissistic prime minister this country's ever seen. Now, I know all politicians probably have some narcissism in them. Right. But I think he just doesn't give a crap about anybody else but himself. I I, I mean, I heard it and went, it, it, no way. Like, are you serious? Mm. This, is, this is your thing. Like, yeah. your baby. You... Uh, you were the one who you started the Truth and Reconcilia- Reconciliation Commission. You've been all over this in, in relations with indigenous peoples. Uh, and, and you know, to the benefit of the country, I, I think it was a great move to mm-hmm. do it. But to not show up, like who told For a guy who can read in both official languages, he can't read a room very well. <laughs> Does he not have, and he must have people by his side, so that whenever he makes a move, somebody says... That doesn't make sense. Let's think that through. Right. Well, I, I have a feeling the one who was by whose side who told them calling an election in the middle of a pandemic to try and get a majority yeah. is probably not there today right. anymore. But uh, whoever made this call as well or didn't stop him and say, mm. listen, you know, you probably shouldn't leave Ottawa today when we've invited all of the indigenous yeah. leaders to Ottawa. Should be there shaking hands and... And I don't care if you're on the phone or not. Don't go to... Like, Tofino is one of the premier vacation destinations of in the country. Yeah. You know, you're not going there. If you're going anywhere in B.C., why don't you go visit the residential school yeah. or in the site, the grave site, and pay your respects where they found 215 bodies? You know what? Maybe it's better he wasn't in Ottawa. This guy would have dressed up like a chief right. to shake hands. This is the type of moves he makes. He, he it's it's truly uh, unbelievable. You know, he he could have been. Um, yeah, if they didn't, if he didn't uh, stay in Ottawa to greet people, and he wanted to travel around, he should have been going just across the country, meeting and greeting right. indigenous people. Here's the guy 
who stood in front of Gord Downey, if you remember at the Kingston show, that final one, yeah. and Gord pointed him out and he said, you've got to do something. Right. And he, Trudeau mouthed back to him, I will. Right. I went on vacation. And I went on vacation. Maybe you wore an orange wetsuit. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not received your uh, COVID vaccine, here's something to consider. Another symptom has uh, showing up. And it's not good. A 77-year-old guy in Japan uh, had COVID. And uh, he hadn't had his shot. And he got uh, a symptom that uh, lingered after it uh, cleared up. He had um, restless anal syndrome. Whoa. (laughs) This is a syndrome? Mm -hmm. And a symptom? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, we know COVID is a pain in the butt, but this really does mean it's a pain in your butt. It's like restless leg syndrome, you know, when you have the uncontrollable urge to move your legs around. Right, okay. Except the urge only exists in your anus. So is this like the urge to poop all the time? He constantly felt like he needed to use the bathroom, but never got any relief. The only thing that helped was exercise and moving around. He spent three weeks in the hospital fighting COVID, but didn't develop the restless anus could be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> Craig Venn, Restless Anus. Available in stores. <laughs> a story of a man on the run. That's a number two bestseller. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he spent three weeks in the hospital uh, fighting COVID and didn't develop the restless anus until he recovered and went home. A great name for a band, too. That's really good. Hmm. Um, <laughs> doctors did a colonoscopy, couldn't find a cause. So they think it's an, uh, something to do with the wiring in the brain down to the bum. Okay. Just like the restless leg syndrome. Uh, so they gave him a sedative. They put him on a daily dose of a sedative to help him relax, which is helping his butt relax as well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This all happened last year, but the case was just published in a medical journal. He's doing much better now, thankfully. Well, he's been on the toilet for a couple of months now. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for this. Uh, the Many Saints of Newark premieres this weekend in theaters and on HBO Max. I know it's getting some uh, iffy reviews, but I don't care. Anything Sopranos, I'm in. Is this the one where uh, his son? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's the Michael, Michael Gandolfini. Yeah, plays a, a, a young Tony Soprano. Just reading, he was saying that you know the hardest part was going back and watching the Sopranos. I bet you know because I, I think he was too young. He was at a that kid. Point. He was just yeah. a little kid when his dad died. I think he was. I think he was only like thirteen or fourteen when his dad died. Right. Yeah. Um, and they were in a hotel room in Italy, and he uh, collapsed in the back bathroom so uh yeah it's uh it certainly was a sad story james gandolfini uh certainly passing away way too young and and i believe now when you look back at his body of work truly one of the great actors i don't know that he was ever given the credit he deserved mm. it was really good in, in almost everything he did one of my all-time favorite movies is a film called true romance um where he plays a, a gangster and this is kind of this is before soprano so nobody knew who he was and he gets into a fight with Patricia Arquette in a bathroom in a hotel. It is so vicious and violent. And the look of just evil in his eye as uh, him and her uh, just rip each other apart. It's, it's brutal, but he's so, so good in it. Uh, next year's Super Bowl halftime show lineup is here. Okay. It'll include Dr. Dre, Eminem, oh. 
Snoop Dogg. Wow. Kendrick Lamar. And Mary J. Blige. Holy cow. All in 12 minutes. <laughs> that seems like a lot. Yeah, it's going to be February 13th, Super Bowl 56 at the SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. All right. Home of the Rams and Chargers. How do both teams, they both share that stadium? Yeah. Huh, that's odd, isn't well, it? Well, they play once a week. Oh, I guess so, yeah. And if they play each other, it's perfect. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who gets the visitor's room? Um, it's a bit of a homecoming for Dre and Kendrick, as both are from Compton and Snoop is from Long Beach. Right. Dre said the opportunity to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show and do it in my own backyard. It'll be one of the biggest thrills of my career. That'll be so huge, especially there. I mean, you're talking mm. about like stars of that area. Yeah. Right? Like massive stuff. Yep. Between the five performers, 43 Grammy Awards and 19 Billboard number one albums. Huh. They've done all right. That's all right. Scarlett Johansson has already made millions playing Black Widow, and she's just made even more because she settled her lawsuit with Disney. Terms weren't disclosed, but both seem to be happy. Scarlett says, I'm incredibly proud of the work we've done together over the years and greatly enjoyed my creative relationship with the team. And Disney says, we're looking forward to working together on a number of upcoming projects, including Disney's Tower of Terror. What did she sue them for again? Because uh, they aired Black Widow on both Disney Plus and released it in the theaters. Okay. And she claimed the box office was sacrificed because of the Disney Plus. And she had a cut. And she was supposed to get a cut, um, a bigger cut, I guess, of, of course, the theater. And then I think she was promised some of the Disney Plus cut and she didn't get that. Oh. I think that was the deal. Okay. Her husband's very happy. Now now they can eat. That's right. (laughs) What were they to do before? (laughs) And this is great. A rock star stopped in a North Carolina bar Wednesday night and sat down to have a drink and went unnoticed. This rock star shared the photo of himself at the bar. And the saddest part of all of this is the uh, co-owner of the bar was not there that night, but when he found out about it, he went through the receipts to see if this rock star had signed off. Yeah. But there was no receipt, no trace of him, so I guess he paid cash. cash. But there was a couple who sat right beside him. They didn't even know who he was, and they had tickets to his show that night. North Carolina? Mick Jagger. Get out. <laughs> There's a photo of him standing outside with a drink in his hand and a baseball cap on. <laughs> and he supposedly sat at the bar and a couple sat beside him and they didn't even know it was uh, really? him. Really? Isn't that cool? <laughs> I think it's just neat that he actually had hit at this stage of the game is still out roaming around going to bars. Yeah. Trying to pick up with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he needs another young girl to get pregnant. <laughs> All right. Uh, I don't want to ruin your Friday morning, but it turns out that your uh, parents or maybe even your grandparents are getting more action than you are. One in eight people over 50 say they're having sex at least five times a week. What? (laughs) Come on. In between porridge servings. (laughs) They're knocking boots. Oh, it's more disconcerting. The fact that that stat is what it is or that... Parents and grandparents is the over 50 crowd. Yeah. Now, which I guess is true, but. Well, parents, certainly. Parents, certainly. The grandparents over 50. Got a couple of friends who are in their 50s and already grandparents. Yeah. And yeah it's, I uh, have friends in their 40s who are. So, really? Yeah. Dirty children, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> oh, they were dirty children. <laughs> I guess so. Um, wow. Uh, 
That's five times a week seems ridiculous. One and eight? Throw it a hip. Yeah. Yeah. One and eight. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, modern medicine is such that, you know, you're able to uh, to carry on now much longer than you ever were before. I'm a little shocked because we've, we've found out um, over the last few years that because of the cost of just living and, uh, and a lot of uh, young people paying off like student loans and such and not being able to find great jobs, many have been living at home with their parents. And, and I can tell you, as a, a man with children now in their 20s, you can't fake it with your kids when you're trying to get some loving. The old Yama and I were just wrestling doesn't play anymore. They know you're up to no good. Yeah. You can't even like say something hmm. provocative. No. They know they know yeah. what you're getting at now. And they never leave the house. So I don't know where these people are finding the time. And they're not only just doing it in their bedroom. No, these these parents and grandparents. Are having sex in the living room, the bathroom, the dining room. Remember that when you go to Granny's for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Granny, did you bleach this table? Please tell me that's a turkey baster. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Your house must be insane. Like, is it really just like two couples trying to shoo each other out of the house <laughs> at this point? Bribing, bribing each other to give us five hey, minutes. don't you guys need to go? Like, they must love the fact that you guys like golfing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you playing 9 or 18 today? <laughs> That's my business. <laughs> need to know. Yeah. Ariel, my uh, son's girlfriend, has this little cute little puppy, uh, Scully. Or Sully? Sully? Yeah. Sully Sullenberger. That's how I remember it. Every now and then, I'll just let Sully out to run up the street. <laughs> Go get your dog. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, chase the dog. I just saw your dog running up. That's code. That's code. Is that, is that the new doggy style for you? <laughs> rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.